Welcome to another episode of One for the Table. I am your host, Kim Chi. And I am not a Zionist. Neither, neither am I. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I had to I had to throw that in there. Uh <laughs> oh, yeah, you were you're absolutely hilarious. <laughs> how how is that going? Um is everything getting sorted out with the drama? I mean, is there really drama? Just like random people accusing me of being a Zionist? I don't think there <laughs> is. I just think that it is just getting so blown out of proportion and also like based on a complete lie that the fact that I don't know, Ooh. is it developing legs? Are people are people like actually coming for you on Instagram and whatnot? I don't know. I mean, like, I mean, I've gotten death threats for sure, but oh my I just God. like haven't been online because I've been like living my life. Good. It's so dumb. It was one retweet from the president of the United States that you did. And, and I again reshared it because I said it was yeah. the right thing to do. And yeah. it turns out it was the wrong thing to do. Yeah. You know? But then I don't know, you just get like labeled so quickly. Right. And, you know, and then whenever, like, you're brought up in the conversation at that point on, people are like, well, but that person is Zionist. And I'm like, right. No. But have you ever even, like, looked into, like, what actually happened, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right. No, totally. And the fact that it's like, it can only be traced back to this one little thing and nothing mm-hmm. else you did after that would add to it. It's like, okay. Yeah. Because you retweeted Biden once. That means you're what, like exactly the same as Gal Gadot? Like, what the heck? No. Just for my mental health and everything, it's just better not to be like online, you know? Or engage. Yeah. I got a lot of stuff going on in my day to day life. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like being chronically online in my 20s was really fun. You know, like keeping up with the memes and all the, you know? Yeah. No, I just don't care. I feel like what really matters is like the people in my life and just, you know, Right. Now that it is actually part of our jobs, it's not somewhere that you actually like want to be in to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, as a place where you actually are, like enjoy being. I get that. Totally. All the same. I'm John Kung and I'm not a Zionist. <laughs> Honestly, like what do I get out of you spending hours like scrolling through like TikTok and Instagram? You know, you're like you see just content and then what? Like none Honestly? of it sticks with you. Nothing, and it's not as fun anymore. It used to be, t- mm-hmm. like, these short-form media things, they're so desperate to make money now that it's just no longer fun being on there. Like, during pandemic, it was great. Oh, yeah. You know? Um, you have nothing else to go, nowhere else to go. You're just mm-hmm. at home, just, like, scrolling through, just, like, connecting into other people's lives, mm-hmm. you know? Feeling less lonely. Yeah. But nowadays, it's just like, I don't know, it's all clickbait, it's all, it's all stupid. It's like yesterday, like... yeah, I saw like a hack. It's like, oh, yeah, this is like a sandwich hack. Um, you must try. And this hack was um, getting like a burger from In-N-Out without a patty and then getting a chicken patty from Chick-fil-A and then putting that in the In-N-Out burger. And I'm That's like, not That's a hack. Not a hack. That's a heart attack. To me, hack is like... Oh, you take like a lid of this thing, and but you use the lid for, I don't know. Right. It's like a knife for this like thing, and it'll save you like 20 minutes out of your prep time. Just 
Random we've example. Come, I, don't, I couldn't think of anything else right now. We've come so far from like teaching people, oh, did you know like the ketchup packets expand <laughs> to hold more ketchup? Mm-hmm. Oh, did you know that if you take like a takeout container and like unfold it, it becomes a plate? The plate. You know? Right. Like people are so desperate to go viral now that they don't even have any substance to their content. And I know we kind of sound like, and at this point, like, I know you've been in this game for a we little, sound like way longer than I have. <laughs> we do. We do. We sound like old people um, talking about how much better things used to be. But it's actually true in the sense that, like, in shitification is real where mm-hmm. these platforms just no longer add value to our lives because they're so focused on trying to make money. Mm-hmm. And I think like that's happening with these, it's happening with like things like TikTok and IG Reels so fast. Like we didn't, it feels like mm-hmm. we had a good few years before Facebook went to shit. We had like a decade yeah. or eight years before Facebook really went to shit. And like it ha- it's happening to TikTok and like, Three, like, damn, we just got here. Oh my god, it's just so funny the image of Facebook because um, I was talking to someone the other day, and they're like, "Oh, how old do you think I am?" And I was like, "And I was like, um, do you have a Facebook account?" And they're like, "Yeah. How often do you use it?" And they're like, "Every day." I'm like, "You're 50 or more." <laughs> and they're like, and they were like stunned. <laughs> yeah. But also, I was right. <laughs> right. But it's true, though. Who's even on there anymore? Mm-hmm. Like, on a regular day-to-day basis. No. Old people love Facebook. Well, yeah. I guess. I mean, no one in our generation. There are some things that when I go on, I do start feeling old. Like, Snapchat makes me feel old. Just in the sense that, like, mm. I just don't understand the interface. Discord makes me feel old. Um, because I find it to be very confusing. Really, I'm Discord a, is so easy. I don't think it's easy at all. It, it's like I have all these notifications where it's like, "Oh, people, so you you were mentioned in this thread," and I look, and I was like, "Nobody's saying nobody mentioned me at all," and I'm just like looking for mentions of myself because I think people are talking to me and realize like they're they're not even they're not. It just says they are. Well, I tell people like that are confused about Discord is if you had a MySpace back in the day. And if you knew how to decorate it using HTML, like Discord is nothing. See, I do know how to do that stuff. I did know how to do that stuff. I my MySpace was so different. I just don't think you took there was time. music and there was like GIFs and there were nice borders and stuff like that. All stuff that I did with code. What was your um MySpace music? Uh oh, I don't know. Probably like Natasha Bedingfield. For me, okay, first of all, my profile picture, okay, this is when I was in high school. Uh-huh. The profile picture was me at the stairways of a Victoria's Secret in Chicago oh. with pictures of all the angels behind me. My God. <laughs> when I um, when I was in Chicago, like, um, senior trip, uh, <laughs> yeah. and I took it in Chicago downtown thinking I was, like, so, like, metropolitan and cool. <laughs> and... My MySpace song for the longest time was Fergalicious. Oh my God. Yes, it was. Of course it was. <laughs> so then as soon as you click this profile, you see me in Victoria's Secret just looking all happy and you hear, listen does, up, yo. <laughs> does does it still exist? I don't think so. I, before I went on Drag Race, I just deleted everything. 
Yeah. Off of like, I completely like cleared my digital footprint. I erased my life journal. I erased my teen open diary. I erased my Gaia account. I erased like everything. I mean, just to like have like a bit of a mystery about myself. Oh yeah, I, for like, sure. I just like wiped um, my existence off of the internet. That's probably smart. I did. And that's probably smart. I did including the same my thing. like boy Facebook account. Yeah. Your I mean, I've never Facebook? like posted anything problematic. Yeah. No. But you know, like when you're young, you you do end up like posting stuff, you know, that will be a bit cringy as you get older. So cringy. Oh my god. I can only like imagine. I remember I would post on Live Journal Hillary Duff lyrics. Um <laughs> and and I thought I was like serving it. Like I would write Let the rain I'm fall down. The 30, no, 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 no. That's, that's not even her most poetic lyric. I wrote, I'm just a bird that's already flown away, but then each word will get smaller and float smaller. So I'm, <laughs> I'm will be huge. Just a bird that's already flown away. <laughs> and then with like a picture of like a little, little gif of like a bird like flying away at the end. Oh, with, like my a little God. teardrop underneath it. You- <laughs> And then when do you come out? When did I come out? <laughs> you know, it's funny because when I came out, everyone was like, oh, I already knew. Which, <laughs> like, you know, for me, like I mustered up a lot of courage like before I came out. Oh, for sure. I think it and everyone was like, everyone was like, oh, the jig is up, which is very hurtful. If someone comes out, just say, oh, I love you and I support you. Don't say I already knew. <laughs> Fucking judgmental bitches. <laughs> that and let that me was, like live in my denial, and that turned you into the person and that, that was you my are villain today. Origin story. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and that's how I became the worst person in Earth. <laughs> um, but before we move away from this topic, mm-hmm. I think the most poetic lyrics by Hilary Duff mm-hmm. is um. From the same song. Yeah. And these are the actual lyrics. If the light is off, then it isn't on. <laughs> are you these serious? are actual lyrics in her song. Yes. Oh my god, that's amazing. What what's that song? At least not today. Not so yesterday. Oh, so yesterday. That's right. Okay, I do know this song. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I I think the I would quote Nelly Furtado a lot. I think she was she was my girl. Oh, mm. like which era of Nelly Furtado? Like her hippy dippy era, or her folky era, or her like hip hop sexy? Oh, R&B I followed era. her. I followed her throughout. So I was there for the her like I was in high school when mm-hmm. her first album came out. Um, that's the one with "I'm Like a Bird" on it. Mm-hmm. And like then, whoa, yeah, like and then uh, folklore, which didn't do very well, but I was there for. I loved folklore. I loved it too. It was so good. And then after that, it was loose, right? Mm-hmm. With loose was great. Honestly, yes. Nelly Furtado has some bangers. Iconic. Oh, totally. Oh my but god. Thought, but considering how like big loose was, I thought she'll be like a household name afterwards. Like, I thought she'll release, like, banger after banger. Yeah. I feel like she kind of faded away a little bit. I think she just got tired. 
And then she released a song like last month. Mm. Was it good? It was with Justin Timberlake, so... Oh, oh, oh. Not a good time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sure, like, she was, like, crying, like, all last month. Like, why did I have to make a song with Timberlake of all people at this time? Justin Timberlake. It was like a Justin Timberlake, Timberland, and Nelly Furtado song, which they had done that trio before, oh. but, like... Yeah. Ugh, damn, that was some bad timing. Bad, bad timing. Oof, oof, oof. Poor Nelly Furtado. Poor Nelly. And then also, um, why I hoped like to get bigger, but never was, was Vanessa Carlton. Yes, agreed. Vanessa Carlton and um, oh, what's her name? Is who's there was like a trinity. There was like Vanessa Carlton. There was another girl. I forgot what her name was, but like gay Nora Asian Jones? people. Not Nora Jones. Gay Asian people. She was like an alt girly. But gay Asians would like love her. Well, uh, what were her songs? Oh, God. I, I can't even remember. It was while I was in high school, too. So probably like 2000, 2001, 2002. Um, she was around the same time as Vanessa Carlton. Michelle Branch. That's it. Michelle Branch. What... Who Michelle did you, what Branch. did you type in Google? What did you type in Google for you to get Michelle Branch? Alt pop girly that Asians really love or what? No. No, no, because I love Michelle Branch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, for me it was like Vanessa Carlton, I'm, I'm Michelle like, Branch. I'm the target audience for this. I'm like, who else did I love? <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, the trinity for me was like Vanessa Carlton, Michelle Branch, and JoJo. Oh, yeah. I mean, we all know what happened to JoJo. So sad. Hoping oh for a comeback. I know. It was so unfair. She could have been... She could have been everything. Yeah. But I guess that goes for like a lot of artists. You know, they're so talented, but they just get help by the label because... They don't want to promote them, but then they don't want to see them like succeed either. It's so fucked up. Right, that's so terrible. Like, I do understand that there are some people. Like, this who, is like a person's life, you know. I know, I know. Like, it's crazy. Same with like, I think Fiona Apple was in a situation where she was like that too, and then she it released that like mm. amazing album afterwards. Um. Yeah. I love her too. I I am I'm of that age. Fiona um, Apple raised me. I mean, you're a millennial, so it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Michelle Branch. Oh my god, <laughs> the chokehold she had on me. <laughs> like I know, like her first few albums, I know every word to her song. Yeah. And uh, what what I was like really obsessed with is every single song. She always like draws out like the last word of a sentence for some reason. Yeah. Like, turn it inside out so I can see. Yeah. Part of you that's drifting <laughs> over me. Yeah. When I wake you are, you're never, never there. there. <laughs> Every song. Oh or, like, God. I wanted to be like, be like you. you. I wanted everything. Oh my god, that's crazy how I remember some of these words. <laughs> oh, Michelle Branch is flawless. <laughs> I hope she's doing well, whatever she's doing. I hope so too. I mean, she won a Grammy. And she sold 
like so many albums, you know, right before like the um the digital boom. So I'm sure she's like rich and doing fine. I hope I hope, she invested I hope well. That. Yeah. Yeah. I hope she invested in LA real estate before <laughs> that's what it is now. <laughs> Why she's like your upstairs neighbor. It's like, oh hey Michelle. I, but you know also who else had a chokehold on me? And I think they're so underrated. Who? As like a pop artist. Who? Lily Allen. Lily Allen. I agree. At first I thought I, I used to listen to her because like her lyrics were funny and clever and stuff. But then like I I really grew to love her voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like And her first couple albums also like flawless. Yeah. Flawless. Even before Fuck You. Like, what was her first single one that... Because she, she actually was a MySpace discovery, I think. Mm-hmm. But her, like, um, first, like, single single was Smile. That's what it is. I loved that song. Both that one and there was a remix to it that was really good, too. With Mark Ronson? Yeah. 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 I, I love Lily Allen. Mm-hmm. Uh, nowadays, my pop girly love is Jesse Ware. Yes, we all know, and mm-hmm. deservingly so. You know, Lily Allen's brother was in um, Game of Thrones. Yeah, he was a really you good heard, actor. Um, Lily's, Lily's song "Alfie." That's about yeah. Her it's about him, right? Because he was a stoner loser mm-hmm. in her eyes. Yeah, <laughs> and so she wrote that song, and now he went, and then he was a regular on Game of Thrones. And apparently she can't sing that song anymore out of, like, respect for her brother. Oh, really? With, Did it, like, bother yeah. him? Oh. Well, he made something apparently, of like, himself. Apparently, when he first heard it, he... He did. But I guess yeah. apparently the word in the street is when he first heard that song, he was so mad that he threw her computer out the window. I can actually kind of see him doing that. <laughs> I'd assume he's an accomplished actor if you're in Game of Thrones. Oh, for sure. But um, anyways, um, let's um, get back into the subject of our podcast food. Yeah, so why did we get together to talk today? What are we talking about? What are we, what are we, doing? What are we doing? Oh, uh, we're going to talk about holidays. Woo! Oh, that's right. Yay. Um, <laughs> it is officially December now, which means tis the season um, where you can't escape. Where I carry all on for Christmas to see you anywhere you go. It's true. Tis the season where... Every drag queen for this rest of the month um, will be fighting over who gets to perform where I carry all along for Christmas to see you at their gigs. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> as someone who's actually participated in this battle before, it is a vicious battle among like five to six queens that are in the cast because everybody wants to perform this song at this time. I imagine it's like a toss up between that and Santa Baby. Mm. I imagine Santa Baby is a popular drag performance song too it's not as like desired as all i want for christmas is you oh yeah because all i want for christmas is you is more upbeat and dancey like the moment you hear doom doom you, you know you oh, hear that true. and the entire audience like their holes are gaping their nostrils <laughs> are like expanding <laughs> their pupils their are dilating <laughs> like if the, if they were clutching on a dollar to like tip the queen Oh, they're grabbing stacks of it. Like, you know, <laughs> it is like 
Honestly, it is like drugs. <laughs> Not that I've done drugs, but I just assume that's what it would feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me neither. Do you have any plans for this Christmas? Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming we celebrate Christmas. I do. Oh, tell me your plans. Um, You're coming to LA? That's great. Wow. <laughs> that would be nice. But actually, I will be... Before Christmas, I'm going to see my mom in Tahoe for like five days. Nice. So that's probably the traveling, the December traveling that I'll be doing. Yeah. I haven't skied in a very long time, but it'll be fun for me to go and do. If not, I'll just do the apres ski. You know what I always think you'll like better? What? Snowshoeing. I've been, you know what? I've been thinking about getting a pair of snowshoes because mm-hmm. like there are so many parks around here and obviously like, you know, I'd like to yeah. think it's because we want to keep things frosty and pristine, but really it's just like Detroit doesn't have the resources to shovel the par- parks. So I maybe I'll just get some snowshoes and let Boba run around in the snow. Oh my God, you should come with um, me and my friend to Vancouver in January. Oh, um, that's We like to go to Vancouver fun. because... um. You know, they have the city, but then they have, like, the beautiful mountains to go snowshoeing in. Yeah. Um, so we're going to stay with our friend Timothy Hung and Robin, oh, who you know. I love them. And um, they have snowshoes for us. Where are you going with? Uh, my friend Diana. I know Diana. I know you do. <laughs> well, you should come oh, to that's Vancouver be, with us. It'll be fun. That would be fun. Yeah, for sure. I'd be down. Um, but yeah, as far as Christmas plans, um, I don't really have anything. I plan on making like, wait, when it, when is Christmas? Isn't the 20th, December 20 something, right? 25th? Is that it? Is that Christmas? <laughs> like, are you really asking me what day Christmas is? Yeah. I don't, How do you I don't not really know what, remember. what day Christmas is? I don't, because I don't know. It's not like a big Christmas? priority for me. Christmas is the same day every year. It's always I been. know. And see, like, I don't know when Thanksgiving is either. These holidays just tend to creep on me. And I was like, okay, I know Thanksgiving is Thursday. I mean, Thanksgiving is more understandable because it's like third Thursday, like in November. But Christmas has been the same date for... (laughs) See? No, for me, Thanksgiving is always on a Thursday. So I'm just like, okay, one of these Thursdays, I've got four to pick from in November. I think it's the third one or the fourth one. I, that, but December, like for Christmas, I'm just like, okay, it's it's in the 20s. I think it's in the latter half of the month. I'm I'm not really too sure. It's, it's always just something. That, it's always been December 20th. It's never been any you other could have just December You could have just said, you could have just said, you're right. Because that is what I asked initially. <laughs> you're like, is it 25th? As if like, as if like the date's going to change somehow. Like, is this still the 25th? <laughs> I, (laughs) like I said, Christmas was never something that I really looked all that forward to, but I really like it now because Little John has so much fun with Christmas. But otherwise, like, I was like, eh, whatever. I wasn't a Grinch. I was just like indifferent. I mean, I don't look forward to New Year's, but I know exactly what New Year's is every year. Okay. It's really easy to remember New Year's because it's like the first day. Which, although I will say, sometimes I do forget how many days is in December. If it's is it like, is it 30 or is it 31? Like, I, without doing the thing, the counting on your hand thing, uh, mm-hmm. I, 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 I always forget which months have 30 days versus 31 days. Is there like a history of Alzheimer's that runs in your family? <laughs> I don't think that that's what that is. <laughs> 
I'm just, just asking. I don't know why you're offended. <laughs> uh, my head is full of recipes. I don't have like room for much else. Mm, clearly. <laughs> well, what are you going to be doing any cooking over Christmas? Yeah, I mean, like I'm filming on Sunday a whole bunch of content. So probably for the next couple of weeks, I'll be making like Christmas things all the way through. Maybe some Hanukkah things mm-hmm. too, because like I really like latkes. Latkes are delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, just with the like sour cream and applesauce, mm, so good. Uh, but yeah, I, I like I like cooking all the way through winter. Like for me, it's just like I just cook winter food all December long. So it's not like you know. I was gonna say like, I feel like unlike Thanksgiving, I feel like Christmas doesn't really have like a defining dish. You know, I mean, there's like eggnog and. I think of Christmas cookies and gingerbread houses. But no one actually eats the gingerbread houses today. Uh, gingerbread, when it's made well, like gingerbread houses is like meh because it's just kind of, it sits there, it's decoration, it's all sugar mm-hmm. and stale. But like good gingerbread, good gingerbread slaps. Mm-hmm. I love good gingerbread. Because it's like, it's if, if it's like really, really gingery, it almost it's almost spicy. Oh, it's mm-hmm. so good. It's so good. What I love to do is, um, have you ever made cinnamon ornaments? No, what's that? Oh my god, it's actually really fun. Um, you make ornaments out of lots of cinnamon mm-hmm. and applesauce, and basically, like, you make like a little like thick patty. Yeah. Um, using basically cinnamon and applesauce. Uh, you basically mix applesauce and cinnamon until uh-huh. like it becomes a dough. And then you flatten that out and you use um, cookie cutters to make whatever shape. And then uh-huh. you also make like a little hole. And then you bake it. Um, you bake for like two and a half hours in like a low temperature. And then it becomes a heart that looks like a gingerbread. Uh-huh. But it has this like a wonderful cinnamon smell. That um, you can hang it on your trees or use as like a car like freshener. So you're not supposed to eat it. You're not supposed to eat it. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, because in my mind, you were talking like, okay, cinnamon and applesauce. And I was like, okay, so... Oh, interesting. I've never heard that. I've heard of like cinnamon pine cones. Yeah, and it makes your like house smell really good. Um, I highly recommend it. So when I think of... Especially yeah, if you have kids. Yeah. We, we talked about this last week where it was like, for me, I think Thanksgiving is savories and Christmas is sweet. So, like, I think for mm-hmm. Christmas, I think cookies and gingerbread and mulled wine. I, I actually mm-hmm. think, like, you know, Thanksgiving turkey, Christmas goose. But maybe that's just because, like, I got that from uh, Scrooge McDuck in, what is it? A Christmas Carol. <laughs> the Disney version of A Christmas Carol because mm-hmm. they had, like, a Christmas goose. Oh. Yeah. Do you remember that? Do you remember that movie? The A Christmas Carol, but as performed by like Ebenezer Scrooge, uh, Scrooge McDuck from from DuckTales. Absolutely, yes. Okay. I grew up with it. So how good, when he was hanging out with the ghost of Christmas present, how that food Mm -hmm. looked so good. That was like my original food wars. Like they put gold mm. dust sparklies on those like roasted turkeys <laughs> and stuff like that. I was ne- I had never, I'd never seen food look so good to me in my life. 
And I don't think at that time, yeah, when I was a mm-hmm. kid, I don't think I ever had experience with like Western holiday feast food before. So that was like mm-hmm. my first exposure to it. And so by the time I actually got to try like a roast turkey and stuff for the first time, I was so disappointed because it did not taste like it looked <laughs> on the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Damn, that is that was some like well animated food. I don't remember that food. Um, I'm gonna look it up. Christmas Carol, a Mickey's Christmas Carol. I think that's what it was called. A Mickey's Christmas Carol. Oh, right. It does look very scrumptious. Right. It looks yeah. so good. This is exactly what you think of when you think of like Christmas food as a kid. Right. It looks amazing. You know which food actually looked really good to me when I was like a child? Um, what? Have you ever seen Disney Cinderella? Yes. So you know how she feeds corn to all the chickens? It looks so good. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> and like the mouse, um, you know, like the Gus is trying to like take all these corn. But the corn kernels? He's trying to like take more than he can handle. Yes. Yes. I've always thought like, oh my god, like so it looks so scrumptious and like juicy and big. And I didn't even know like what that was until like Yeah. Anyways, I love corn. (laughs) It almost looks like cheese pieces. They did. I actually thought that was like cheese when I was young. I thought so too. Actually, now that you bring it up, I totally did as well. I didn't know they were were corn kernels. Yeah, because it's like orange and they're like in a cube shape where like you think like a cartoon cheese looks like. Yeah. Oh my God. It would be funny to like dress up as like corn for Halloween one year from Cinderella. (laughs) But it's going to be so obscure that like, we're like, what are you supposed to be? I'm like, I'm the corn from Cinderella. I'm the corn kernels that Cinderella threw on the ground. That's such like gay Halloween referential bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. One year it was like um, Alice in Wonderland themed party. Yeah. And I dressed up as like the um, oysters. See? (laughs) And no one knew like what I was. And I had to explain to every single person. Yeah, except that would have been probably like an amazing costume because they had those cute bonnets and stuff like that. And there were just those faces in the mm-hmm, bonnet. Exactly. I totally, I totally get what you mean. Like that would have been such a great, and they had like pajamas, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Or something, or skirts. Yeah, that would have been a good costume. Yep. But the fact that you would have to like tell people like that kind of like ruins the costume. Yeah having to explain it but anyways but okay back to the holiday food (laughs) oh yeah that's right okay so to me christmas is a taste of chinese food to go yeah to go chinese um yeah so the chinese food chinese food the chinese restaurant would always be open on christmas Mm-hmm. And when I was in Chicago, it'll just be me or like friends. So then, when we do like Christmas together, we'd order Chinese food. And the Chinese restaurants always has these jumbo wings that are deep fried, not battered or anything. It's just like deep fried jumbo wings. They're huge. 
Yeah. And three pieces of bread would be like four or five dollars. I don't know why it was like so cheap. But they're always so juicy. Yeah, so the way the Chinese do the wings where they like, when they don't bread them, but they do like a little mm-hmm. bit of like a baking soda because the skin is just like so crispy. So it's crispy, so good. yeah. It's so good. Little John actually does the same thing. Like I think the day before Christmas, he gets together with a bunch of friends and they order like, they order Chinese takeout and they have like a Chinese takeout mm-hmm. day. Yes. Mm-hmm. And more people the better because um, I don't just want to eat one Chinese dish. I want to eat a little bit of everything. More, exactly. So, you want all of it. And when it comes to like, exactly. And when it comes to American Chinese food, like feast, I want a little bit of the fried rice. Yeah. I want a little bit of like, you know, like the lo mein. I want some green beans, mm-hmm. you know, just to like balance it all out. I want some eggplants all up in there. Yeah. And then you have to have like some sort of like sweet and sour or orange chicken or, you know. Yeah. Um, general sauce, you know, like the people pleasing chicken. Yeah. And then beef and broccoli. Of course. Egg rolls. Crab rangoon. Mm. Yes. Hot and sour soup. <sighs> Egg drop soup. Egg drop soup is also good too, but... Egg drop soup, I just make it at home, and it's so easy to make it at home. Yeah. I feel like more people should make egg drop soup at home. It literally more people takes should like just five egg drop all their soups. Yeah. And with egg drop soup, you can literally add anything to it. You know, you can add corn, you can add, like, yeah. whatever vegetables oh like you have in the refrigerator that's, like, on the verge of dying. Mm-hmm. I kind of, like, when I, when I order, like, Chinese takeout or like Chinese buffet and stuff, I always want to order like one of the dishes that are kind of like sweet and savory as well. But like over like the almond chicken or like the mm-hmm. uh, garlic honey shrimp or something or, or something like that. Like I, I, mm-hmm. I, I kind of use it as an excuse to get like my sweet and salty fix in. I can't just do like just the salty. I need both. Mm-hmm. A little balance. A little balance, a little... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, at least from my experience, there will always be like an orange chicken of some sort. So that covers mm-hmm. my sweet and salty balance. Orange chicken, I think, is like the least interesting of the, of all of them, though. I would prefer, yeah, like, prefer the almond like chicken take- or like the honey garlic shrimp. Mm. I don't know, but some... T- Something about orange chicken because it's so classic that yeah. it kind of like hits, you know? I mean, it's in my book. I have an orange. <laughs> what? No, no, it's in my book. Oh yeah, it is. I do I do a spicy orange chicken, but it's spice it, it it's spicy mm-hmm. and sweet. Cause I need more than just like this the sticky sweet of regular orange chicken. You know, orange chicken to me is like the pad thai of Chinese takeout. It is also yeah. the pho of Chinese takeout. It is the kimchi jjigae, you know. <laughs> I, is is, is it the kimchi jjigae or is it classic. the Korean barbecue? Or actually, I feel like Korean takeout standard would be maybe tteokbokki nowadays. Tteokbokki, I would say tteokbokki, but I think like the iconic Korean, I think food in America that people just still associate with Korean cuisine is still like Korean barbecue. So I'd say like it's more no of like the Korean barbecue takeout or the bulgogi. Mm-hmm. 
Or pibimbap? Or pibimbap, pibimbap, for sure. To be determined. Anyways, I'm not trying to have like an argument on what is like... <laughs> <laughs> Either way. Orange chicken hits. Mm-hmm. Odd. I like the places um, that make them with like a thin batter. But some places, like the batter is so thick to the point where... It's almost the bready. Meat is just like... Yeah. Yeah. You know, it looks like like the chicken white meat has been like boiled before or something. And then they took the boiled meat and like they battered it in like a donut batter and fried it. That's what it feels like. Yeah. So I think what they tried to do was they tried to velvet. It's just like they they unsuccessfully velveted the chicken before putting it in like... It's almost like when they Mm -hmm. overdo it, it's like they did it in a pancake batter or something. And it's like just way too thick. Yeah. Yeah. Not for me. Not for you. Well, for my holidays, I think my mom and actually my brother and his family are going to visit LA now. Oh, yay. So I'm sure I'll be like taking them around town, showing all the good eats. Do they all stay with you? I don't think they could all fit in my apartment, you know? They have like a little yeah. kid too, and yeah, because you only have one spare bedroom. Kid is like at an age where he's like putting everything in his mouth. Oh, my home has like way that. too many tiny little knickknacks. That For could sure. be a choking hazard. Sequins, pearls. Also, I'm not trying to like baby proof my home lighter, you know? Yeah, easier for them to use a hotel. Yeah, <laughs> they could stay at the line. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the line is great. Just don't not... get your stuff dry cleaned there. If you're not staying there. Yeah. <laughs> I think line is great if you're not high maintenance diva. Um, I'm not a high maintenance diva. I just <laughs> I just needed coffee. I just, hey, don't <clears throat> me. I just needed coffee and a sweater cleaned, and they didn't deliver on either one. Diva. You know they still charge me for that? Did you argue with them? Yeah, and they're just not responding to me. Really? Yeah. Wow, Line Hotel, get it together. Yeah, I know. Like, you're going to, like, ruin my favorite sweater and then charge me for it and then, like, just ghost. That was your favorite sweater? Yeah. I love that sweater. Maybe they knew what they were doing. No, shut up. You're so rude. That was a cashmere sweater. <laughs> it was so soft and comfortable. Oh, it was? It was a cashmere sweater? It was. I love that thing. It was like my first, like, nice thing that I bought myself. I'm sure. Oh, apart from that. I'm sure Little John will get you another one for Christmas. I looked. They don't have, they don't make them anymore. I'm sure there's, like, another shitty cashmere sweater you can get somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Evil. Hateful. No, no, no. Ugly cashmere sweaters are easy to find. Okay, listen. All right. Anyways, I hope you have a wonderful time with your family. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what I really want to try with them? What? Because I've never done it before. What? I want to take them to Lori's Prime Rib. Ooh, I've, I love Prime Rib, but I don't know For this. For Christmas. Yeah. That sounds like a fun thing to do. Apparently, it's like a super like old school thing where you go... And, like, they bring a whole cart full of, like, prime rib of, like, different cuts um, in, like, different temperatures. And then they, like, carve it for you at the table side. And 
You get to See, choose that's your a size, good Christmas like experience. Cream spinach, cream corn, mashed potatoes with gravy, au jus, horseradish. Mm, um, I love baked rolls. Oh, prime rib and horseradish sauce is mm-hmm. one of my favorite, especially when the prime rib is like super rare. It's like so mm-hmm. red and juicy. And then you like put it in the horseradish sauce and it's like, it's that it's that horse radish wasabi spicy. Oh my god! It's it cuts through mm-hmm. the fattiness so much, and I I love the fatty bits. I love the gristle. Like that's my favorite part of like the prime rib because that's like the rich and flavorful chewiness. Mm-hmm. Oh, so so good. Especially like if like the fat is like just a little bit. So like one time I got um. Prime rib in some restaurant in Palm Springs that was just like all fat. And I'm like, this is inedible. But if it's yeah. like mostly like rare meat and it's just like mm. a little sliver of fat at the end, then it's delightful. Just a kiss. Yeah. And you cut through that rich meat and then you see like the little like au jus and like the meat juice just like, oh. you know, making love to each other. So and then you take that, you take that horseradish and you smear it all over top of that prime rib and then like the horseradish punches you in the nose followed by like the sweet creamy juicy succulent prime rib <laughs> juice that coats down your throat so yeah that's what you should and do and then you take Christmas. like a little scoop of like the soft mashed potato <laughs> and what's even better is you get Yorkshire puddings and you dunk oh my god if there's Yorkshire pudding it all up it's over. It's mm-hmm. so uh, Yorkshire puddings are the best. I mean, popovers are pretty good too. Uh, Yorkshire puddings—they're just big and wholesome, and you know, like they don't get soggy right away, even if you soak it in gravy. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. that like crispy sponginess about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need more friends in LA who eat meat. Do a lot of people in LA don't? I don't feel like a lot of your friends are vegetarian. What are you talking about? Most of them are like vegetarian or pescatarian. Really? Oh. Yeah. I mean, if any of my friends are listening to this, I love all of you. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that like I need like new friends or anything. I'm just saying. <laughs> I need more excuse to go to um, almost like strictly meat places. <laughs> do, do, you think, do you think our friends listen to our podcast? Some of them do. And the ones that do, tell us about it. Oh, yeah. But also the ones that don't never talk to us about it. So I know they don't. <laughs> and I don't expect them to, you know? I don't expect them to either. But, you know, if I had a friend, I would support them in every content. <laughs> well, it's not like we're sponsored something or I... anything yet. So they, they can listen to it when <laughs> when we have advertisers. No, it's better to listen to it now before we sell out. (laughs) Oh, what are your thoughts on panettone? So panettone was something like, in my head, Mm -hmm. I've always thought it was something disgusting Mm -hmm. because I've never actually had it. Yes. And whenever I go to like Marshalls or TJ Maxx, there will be like stacks of them. Yes. And one of my friends is like, panettone is so good. And I'm like, do you like that? And she's like, no, you have to try it. And she cut me a slice. And when I ate it's it, and I was so like, "Good!" But this is why they have stacks of it. Yeah, because it's so good. 
Yeah. So like in, in my mind, when I, before I ever had Panettonia, I was that thing where it was like, there's stacks of it. It was like, okay, people are making forts with these boxes. It can't be that good. Because mm-hmm. I thought Panettonia was the same thing as like fruitcake. Yeah, me too, is, me too. Which is like, whatever. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't hate it as much as more, most people do, but like, I don't, I could have like one bite of fruitcake and then I'm just like over it. But then like the, but the first time you have like a Panettone and it's like a fresh one where it's still like chewy mm-hmm. and so, it's like soft, soft and chewy. And, moist. and like, if you have one with like chocolate, oh my God, chocolate Panettones are so good with the chocolate chips, but they still use the orange in the bread batter. Mm-hmm. It's, Panettone is amazing because it's like bread and cake at the same time. And you can like rip them. You can. Yes. Like I can, I can fucking tear into a panettone with my bare hands. Just mm-hmm. eat that huge thing and just take bites out of it for the entire day. That actually is one of my Christmas traditions. I just kind of like go in on a panettone and it is actually like very ugly to watch. I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, I know how you snack, so I can only imagine. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's like not a pretty sight. When I get like, when I have access to a Panettone and we're just like in pajamas all day watching like Christmas movies, uh, it's, it, you would worry for my mental health if it was not Christmas. One year, Gucci, like the fashion brand Gucci. Yeah. Um, Made panettones, um, good. and was like selling them. And I considered like getting one, but I'm like, how do I justify spending five hundred dollars on a panettone? <laughs> five hundred dollars, five hundred dollars on a that panettone? wasn't the no, that wasn't the exact price, but uh, oh, I don't remember I was what like, the did price it come was. In a but, bag? It, but it was something ridiculous. It wasn't like a cheap item. Yeah, it's. I I mean, but, I feel like that would be like a good thing for fashion brands to send out during Christmas in the same way that like I mm-hmm. I I haven't gotten any yet. Well, no, no, I got one. I got one from like a beer brand company. But I love it. And I wish it would happen more to me when like companies would send mooncakes during Lunar New Year. Mm-hmm. In Korea, like for the holidays... Um, instead of sending like flowers and like some dumb shit that's gonna die anyway, um, yeah. people gift each other canned tuna sets and spam oh. sets, and you can actually buy like really like fancy packaged like box of spam and like canned tuna. Oh, that's and like cool. I think that's a wonderful idea because you'll always like have that... them in your cabinets and you'll eat it throughout the year. Like that, that is like, money, such a like, good well idea. Yeah, I agree. Right? Yes, totally agree. Um, so something um I've just seen the states for is um people gifting me cans of tuna and spam. <laughs> <laughs> but um, back to the Panettone. What brand is there? Like a brand of Panettone that you like? I don't think so. I haven't had. I see. Anytime I get one. I feel like they all come in the same like holiday themed box. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know one brand from another. If somebody could like comment on our next Facebook post, <laughs> their favorite brands Facebook. or like the best brands of, or uh, not Facebook, Instagram. Same uh, Instagram's turning into Facebook anyway. Wow, but, like, boomer. <laughs> 
Instagram is the I'm sorry. I'm old. But yeah, comment on our latest Instagram post, like your favorite brand of Panettone. And I will try it because I love Panettone. And the funny thing is, you know the company, the color company Pantone? Mm-hmm. I pronounced it Panettone for a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there, there are certain words like that where I've seen it in writing, but I've like never actually like knew how to pronounce it until like I hear someone pronounce it. Right. Um, perpendicular was one of them. What was? What did you call it? Perpendicular. <laughs> perpendicular. Nice. Perpendicular. And um, yeah, there's other words too that I just can't think of them at the moment. But yeah. Yeah, I did that too. I can't think of any words now, right now, but I definitely did that. And I was made fun for it. But whatever. It just means we read more than we talk to people. That's true. Antisocialism. Is that a word? Begins at a young age. I don't think that it means what you're, you meant for it to mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Antisocial. Social club? Personism. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, that's our time for the day. Uh, follow us on our Instagram, one for the table. That is number one. And then letters for the table. I was your... I was. I am your host, Kim Chi. <laughs> and I'm John Kong. And the other boomer is John Kong. I'm sorry. Who actually hey. has a book out. You said Facebook. It's game over for you. There's no going back from this. Uh, <laughs> it's true. It's fine. And if you have any listener questions, feel free to submit them. We may answer it. We may not. Because <laughs> we'll apparently we will. decided not to today. <laughs> we'll answer. Okay, next one we yeah. have to. We have to answer questions in the next one. Because I know we had some. Oh, we'll, see. we'll see about that. Okay. I'm kidding. I don't know why I'm being such a bitch for no reason. <laughs> I do. Anyways, um, justice for um John's ugly cashmere sweater. <laughs> and wishing okay. you nothing but All right. happy December. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Good night, everyone. <laughs>